Today's episode is brought to you by Mazars. Sound Cartel. Are you exhausted because of the pandemic? And as a result, are you contemplating the long-term viability of your business? If so, you're not alone. From Sound Cartel, I'm Nicole Goodman, and this is Business Essentials Daily. Alexi Boyd is the CEO of COSBOA, the Council of Small Business Organisations Australia. She says a great reassessment is taking place and that a big proportion of small businesses will decide to close in the coming months. And she says governments need to come up with more tailored assistance to prevent a takeover of unique businesses by big chains. Alexi Boyd starts by describing the problem to Jeff Waters. It's really a difficult time for small businesses. What we're hearing from our members is that a lot of them have had a number of problems that have just compounded on top of one another and and none of them have really been resolved. So if you think the impact of what lockdowns had on small businesses and then you add on to that the issue of trying to have the conversation around vaccinations and mandates in your workplace with your customers and your workers and then you know, put on top of that, the workers starting to take time out because they themselves were positive and the impacts of worker shortages plus supply chain issues. Those are compounded on top of one another. Nothing has truly been resolved. And so what we're finding is that small businesses at this point are incredibly tired and exhausted of having to deal with all of these challenges on top of the challenge of running a small business in this country as well. So I think we're just at that stage where small businesses are are really exhausted and are questioning whether or not they remain in business. And, And it's really only at this point when things are starting to settle down and COVID is becoming the new normal and running a business in COVID is now normal, that they can start to assess the business's viability. So it's not getting better? It's coming in waves just like COVID is coming in waves. Each time a new problem emerges, small businesses are having to examine it, deal with it, work out how it impacts their business and try and resolve it. But the problem never really goes away. And I think that's that's the point I'm trying to make is that it's a compounding effect of all of these issues that are causing a real exhaustion level for small businesses. And it's making them vulnerable because their debts are increasing, their mental health is decreasing. And of course, on top of all of that, you've got the normal mechanics of running a business. It's not getting worse, but having to deal with this new normal and all of the complications that come with COVID are really putting the strain on small businesses. So you say a lot of small businesses are in the process of reassessing their ongoing viability. What sort of proportion are we talking about? It depends on what industry you're speaking to. As we know, lots of businesses have made a real success of COVID and have been able to adapt and change to the challenges of COVID and in fact been hugely successful as a result. It's been dependent on things like whether you're digitised, how quickly you could pivot online, if you could actually make your sales online, what your customers were like, Uh, perhaps you would be impacted by foot traffic if you're in a shopping centre or foot traffic and you're in a regional area. It really is a business by business situation. But what we're saying in terms of that assessment is that it's an opportunity now with Christmas sales being over if you're in retail, with the holidays being over if you're in a regional area to stop and assess 
Look at how much debt you may have accumulated. Look at your successes if you've had a successful few months and assess what the future looks like. And I think that's what the next couple of months will start to see coming out of the data is more and more small businesses deciding and making those determinations on the future of their business. If you want a business advisor that walks with you and not just talks with you, then Mazars is the right fit for your business. To find out more, visit mazars.com.au. That's M-A-Z-A-R-S.com.au. What are the implications for the wider economy? Well, look, what we're concerned about and what we're hearing from our members is that we could potentially, if we don't look after them, if we don't see the small business community as an important part of the future of community, that we could end up losing the really the fabric and the soul of what makes communities unique. I think the last thing anybody wants when they walk down the shopping strip is to see a homogenous cut and paste big business row of shops. We've seen it happen in CBD areas where the small businesses have been pushed out because of other pressures like public transport changes or foot traffic changes. And what replaces them is the big businesses who can afford to have three months without any foot traffic because they've got, you know, squillions of dollars behind them. They've got these bank balances that can pay for months and months and months of rent with no foot traffic in the area. And what we're concerned about is if we don't nourish and cherish those small businesses who have been really successful and viable up until the point of COVID, then we're going to end up with this homogenous cut and paste, big business, same in every area situation. And nobody wants to see that. Small businesses are part of the uniqueness. More like the United States or Britain. Well, that's right. I mean, I think what gives Australians pride is being able to go to your local shops and knowing the shop owner and knowing that your kids could potentially get a job there when they're the right age. And, and look, we all worked in small businesses. We know what it's like and that's where you you really earn your stripes in terms of working as a teenager. And we don't want that taken away. We don't want the community spirit taken away, the uniqueness. Every suburb in Sydney, for instance, or every regional area is a little bit unique because of the makeup of their small businesses. And we have to make sure that they form and become part of the future of community and part of community planning as well. So what needs to be done to stop this from happening? Look, I think it's um, a multi-pronged approach. What we need to see is tailored government support that looks at specific industries or specific groups of businesses that are hardest hit for a particular reason. And that might be because of, you know, an explosion of COVID in an area. We need to look at what's worked in the last 18 months and continue to use those tailored approaches. No small business owner out there really wants to be propped up by government support for the remainder of their business life. That's not their intention. We need to find ways of doing business easier. So what is it that's worked in the last 18 months? What hurdles or limitations to running a business or red tape, if you will, has been taken away and has worked really successfully. There's some good examples of that. If we look at telehealth for allied health practitioners, that's been a fantastic boost to the industry. Let's look at the harmonisation of how small businesses operate between states. Let's make sure that all of the ability to get licensing is made as fluid and simple as possible by the state governments. So there's a number of things that have been done at the local, state and federal level that make it easier to do business. Let's keep those in place and that will help for small businesses to flourish in terms of lessening the time that it takes to run a business. That was Alexi Boyd. 
the CEO of the Council of Small Business Organisations Australia. This episode of Business Essentials Daily is produced by the team at Sound Cartel. Thanks for listening. I'm Nicole Goodman. We'll bring you more BE Daily tomorrow. Follow at BE Daily Podcast across social media and head to bedaily.com.au for more from the Business Essentials Daily Podcast. Sound Cartel. This episode was brought to you by Mazars. To find out more, visit mazars.com.au. That's M-A-Z-A-R-S dot com dot A-U.